It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is a sports fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills on the mic alongside Joey Medora as we've got you up until 6.30, where it's the Columbus Blue Jackets as they will face off tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. Again, that pregame starting at 6.30, so we've got you only for until the bottom of the hour. Um, but again, coming to you live on this 13th day of February 2020, just a day away from Valentine's Day and 36 degrees cloudy outside. Sports fan presented by J&K Contracting, also sponsored by McFadden Insurance. Feel if you want to call in, feel free, 740-592-6646. Uh, but, Joey, it was a big week this week as the Athens Bulldogs got back-to-back TVC Ohio titles, uh, big Really, season for Braden Whiting, Braden Markins, uh, you know, Andrew Stevens stepped up, Nate Trainer. It's been remarkable what the this class has been able to do, especially since you know four starting seniors from last year, you know, left the roster, and now you know all these guys stepping up and making a big impact. It was Alexander who's supposed to win the league title, and Alexander still does have a chance to win the league title, uh, but they have to win uh, their next game on Friday. Athens with their win against Wellston. Uh, on Tuesday, we didn't mention it yesterday, it was a short show, but again on Tuesday, Athens defeating Wellston, and Athens getting it at least a share. If, if Alexander loses tomorrow, then Alexander is out. Uh, they don't get the TVC Ohio title, but if they win, which I think we're projecting them to do, uh, there'll be a share between the Athens Bulldogs and the Alexander Spartans, uh, but Athens has come a long way this season. Great coaching by Mickey Cozart, and to put his team in this position. Yeah, hats off to him, really. Um, you know, it wasn't the prettiest of victories for Athens against Wilson. You know, Wilson came into uh, the Plains and, you know, put up a pretty good fight. Uh, that one freshman, number one, can't think of his name off the top of my head, but I think he dropped 28. Really gave Athens problems on the defensive side of the ball, but, you know, Coach Cozart highlighted that, yes, it wasn't a pretty win, but they got the job done, and this has been a, uh, a fantastic senior class to watch. I mean, they got to play in the combo last season. They were also TVC champs. Last season, they were listing all the different accolades that this class had uh, at senior night. It was a whole nice big presentation and send-off for them. And, uh, you know, we were kind of talking to Coach Cozart after the game a little bit about, you know, they're losing a lot of seniors again this year. They have five on a team that's already not that deep. You know, they, they usually only have, like, a seven or eight-guy rotation throughout a game. I mean, the only guys you got coming back really are Whiting and Matters that play significant minutes this year. So it, that, that'll be interesting to see, but, uh, you know, the quote from him was, we don't rebuild, we reload, much like they did last year. I mean, they lost four starting seniors, and I think a lot of people didn't know what would be the bar for this Athens team this year, and, you know, they're they're winning the conference again. So it's going to be interesting to see what they're able to do next year, but they got a big game tomorrow night, kind of a measuring stick game in my eyes against a very solid uh, Jackson team to see where they are going into the postseason. Of course, they have that rematch with Marietta. It was a heck of a ball game the first time around. Marietta won on a three at the buzzer to knock off the Bulldogs by two points. So, you know, definitely going to be looking for some revenge there, and uh, hopefully it's as good as the first time around. Well, yeah, I mean, we talked about it a little bit on Monday, and Monday was at, it was a full sports fan. I mean, I, I can't believe it, but we, it's been so busy this <laughs> yeah. week with sports. We've only it's had for one. for those to come by. Yeah, an hour-long show. And, of course, Tuesday I don't think we had one because we went out 
uh, and, and had a couple guys. Uh, well, we had Athens here on the station, Athens and Walston with Brad and Troy. And then over on Power 105, it was the Bobcats defeating Western Michigan. Uh, yesterday was about, I don't know, 6.06 to 6.15. Uh, and, and I just kind of turned on the, the Ohio Coaches Show. I'll let you hear Russ Eisenstein and, and Jeff Bowles. And uh, if you were tuned in on Power 105, you heard uh, Ben Roderick interview. Uh, Roderick's been coming into his own uh, really well. But on Monday when I talked, when we spoke with Troy, uh, you know, we were trying to take a look and see, you know, how far can Athens go into the postseason? And the big issue right now is that Athens lost, what was it, by two, one or two points? Two points. To, two points to Marietta. But Athens getting the sixth seed again and Marietta down at the 11th seed. But Marietta is a very sneaky 11th seed. Oh, for Coach, sure. Yeah, and, great athletes over there. And Troy was taking a look, and he says, you know, when they seed these teams, they take a look at the schedule, they take a look at the record, and they are where they are. And Marietta is at 9-10 and 10 this season, but they've played a very tough schedule, and one of those nine wins is Athens. So I'm kind of surprised, you know, that, that Marietta would get, you know, as low as 11. Uh, and it's Athens is going to have to bounce back, and they're going to have to throw everything out this game. They have to come out healthy because Marietta... You know, faced Athens when they were at their full strength, especially with Isaiah Butcher. But now Athens without Butcher, uh, you still got uh, Whiting, you still got Markins. Uh, Trainer is starting to score a lot more points, and who knows, maybe even Cornwell. I, I think Cornwell had a nice game uh, last game too, starting for the first time. Well, so. Matters played well as well, knocked yeah. down uh, three consecutive threes early on in the first half to really get the offense going. But it'll make a complete team effort for the Athens Bulldogs to try and advance. You know, in, into the second round. And in the second yeah. round, it's probably going to be Sheridan or New Lexington. I mean, now, for Athens, you hope it's New Lex, but I mean, uh, I Sheridan's, don't <laughs> yeah. Sheridan's waiting Two seed, wins. right? Sheridan's two seed? Yeah, Sheridan's yeah, two that, seed. Yeah, uh, that'll be a tough one to overcome. I mean, they had, they had beaten New Lex earlier in the year, so, you know, you, you got that going for them. But I, I don't know, man. Those, those conference playoff games, sometimes weird things happen. You know, the two teams have seen each other twice in a regular season. I would assume Sheridan knocked off New Lex both times uh, you know sometimes it's just that third time when you get to see a team something funky happens and maybe new lex can pull out an upset of course athens will be rooting for that but they got their own bits to take care of i mean as we mentioned a couple times they've lost to this marietta team already at full strength and you know uh it's it's they're gonna have to play that one of their best ball games they have all year to advance that's how it that's how it is at this time of year you got to be playing your best right i think athens you know for what they have i, I think they are playing at full as full strength as they can right now, you know, because Athens, everybody seems to be doing well. Uh, you know, they're not fouling out of games. They're they're playing smart basketball. They've made good adjustments at halftime, uh, you know, especially against the, the last game that I saw uh, for Athens was the, uh, let's see, i got to go back into the schedule. It was the Logan game. I mean, Athens was getting outscored. They were down by 13 at halftime, and they made it a four-point game uh, in the end and had really a couple chances to win it. You know, if they change some things, cut down on the turnovers a little bit in that game, I think Athens defeats Logan. Uh, but still, you know, Athens, it's a tune-up game, like you said, for Jackson. And Jackson right now is sitting at the two-seed uh, in the Boys Basketball Division II 2020 sectional dis uh, district, uh, you know, seedings when I, when I take a look at this bracket. You know, Fairfield Union with one and Jackson with two. So it would be a you know, tough road. But if Athens, you know, keeps this game close against Jackson, I think they can reverse their fortunes against Marietta uh, coming up on the 18th. Yeah, yeah I think that's a fair. I, by no means, Athens. Uh, you know, I don't think Athens can't beat Marietta by any stretch of the imagination. Marietta has some solid athletes, and uh, they showed 
the first time these two teams met around. But, I mean, it came down to a buzzer beater. Athens had every chance to win that Marietta game the first time around. I don't think you and Troy were there. I think it was uh, Brad and uh, Logan, uh, Logan. Logan yeah. Duke on the call. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was just a great game. Back and forth contests, you know, just two really solid basketball teams go- getting after it. And that's what we should expect to see again next week. I'm really interested to see what Athens does with this Jackson team. I think uh, it'll show a lot about where they are heading into the tournament time because, you know, that Wilson game on Tuesday wasn't the most convincing of victories, and Wilson's been at the bottom of the conference throughout uh, most of the season, so, you know, I think they're going to want to try to uh, get a better taste in their mouths, even though they did win the conference, and that was great. But, uh, you know, it wasn't their best effort out there on Tuesday for sure, so they're going to try to bounce back Friday and, you know, have a better feeling going into tournament time. But as we talk about Alexander, I mean, this could be the first time since Athens has joined the TVC Ohio in boys basketball that someone else has some kind of share of the conference t- uh, title besides Vinton County and Athens if right. Alexander's able to knock off River Valley on Friday. Right, and when you look at it, you know, you, you look back in the history, you'll see Athens and you'll see uh, Alexander. If Alexander's able to beat River Valley, uh, River Valley currently in the division at 5-15 and 15, or in the conference, 5-15 and 1-10 and 10 in the TVC Ohio. Uh, Alexander did have a big win against Vinton County the last time, 52-32, uh, so all indications, you know, it seems like Alexander's playing their best basketball at the end right. of the season. You know, I think that came as a bit of a surprise. You know, after uh, once Kearns went down, we kind of saw a different Alexander team. They weren't able to generate a lot of offense. I mean, they they lost that Megs game, giving up a 22-6 to run over the last, uh, over the fourth quarter. Uh, Megs is red hot right now, by the way. I wouldn't want to play them in the tournament. But, you know, Alexander kind of looked like they were struggling to find their identity without J.K. Kearns and, you know, I, I kind of thought Vinton County would might be able to knock them off and Athens might win the conference outright without a share, but uh, Alexander played very well, and, you know, they dominated one by 20. See, this is the thing that Troy and I always talk about, though, is feed Caleb Terry. Yeah. You know, just feed the big man in there. and He's probably the tallest guy in southeastern Ohio besides <laughs> his dad. Right. <laughs> you know? Uh, and, wait, 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 he's 6'8", right? I, I don't know how and, tall he is officially, you know, but 6'8", 6'9", 10, I don't know. Just and, add another number at the end of there, whatever you want it to be. And nobody else in this conference has a guy like Butcher or Whiting or some, you know, big, strong kid that can keep him out of the paint like well, Athens was able to. Right. I mean, Athens primarily was able to defeat Alexander the second time around because Isaiah Butcher was on the floor and kept Caleb Terry in check. Yep. So, I don't... Alexander, I, I think they're playing well right now. Uh, they'll probably beat River Valley tomorrow. And when they beat River Valley, then it'll be a share of the title, and that's, you know, what they can do. You know, they were the favorites coming in, and they'll end up at the top. There's, there's not much better that you can do. You could have changed a couple of results, but it's always hard to go undefeated in conference, you know, as well as, you know, anybody knows, especially in the Mid-American Conference in football. I mean, when was the last time somebody went undefeated in football? I, I can't even remember or go back that no far. No one goes undefeated in any conference in the MAC because it's the most unpredictable conference ever. Right, anybody can I, beat anybody. <laughs> I know? mean, when you're playing on Tuesday nights, it makes it tough. <laughs> right. You get caught uh, lackadaisical sometimes. But, yeah, I mean, Alexander was for sure the favorites coming into the season. And, you know, they dominated the first time around. They were undefeated in the conference until they lost to Athens the first time. And since then, they kind of they spiraled down. Of course, losing J.K. Kearns did not help that by any means. It kind of uh, caused the freshman guard, D'Agostino, to uh, pronounce his name right D'Agostino. Yeah, it yep. kind of uh, caused him to grow up a little bit quicker than maybe they wanted him to. He was kind of the third scoring option, but then all of a sudden had to become the second, if not first at times, when Caleb Terry wasn't, you know, uh, playing up to standard. So, 
but they had a few games, you know, trying to figure out the rotation without Kearns, and it seems like they're starting to hit their stride now going into the postseason. Do we know who do they play next week? Alexander. Yes. See, I I got the email from Trevor Stevens, and and you know Stevens is always going with with Athens here. Right. So I'd have to pull it up, and I, I, we'll we'll take a break. We'll pull up the schedule. We'll find out who Alexander has. I'm sure Troy. You know, search through Facebook. Troy's posted it out there on Facebook. Oh, I'll find it. Don't you worry. Yeah, go to the WXTQ Sports page. You know, even though we got the, the uh, sports fan right here on 970 WATH, we have the WXTQ Sports page on Facebook. Troy keeps it updated, as well as Trevor and everybody else who contributes to the page. It's amazing. There's 3,000-plus people on there uh, all contributing and finding out information. Of course, we got a, a large increase, you know, when Joe Burrow was playing and everybody's got the Burrow fever and going through and, you know, he was winning. But uh, that, that's always up to date, and Troy has those brackets up there. We will take a short break, however, right here on the Sports Fan uh, presented by JK Contracting on the other side of the break, Bob Katz and more. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, JK Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at JK be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call JK Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. At Ohio Health, we believe change can be good, and much has changed throughout the years. Our primary care has expanded. Our departments have gained recognition and certification for their excellence. We are committed to treating Southeast Ohio to the best care and the best medicine possible. Visit OhioHealth.com slash to see all the changes we've made for the good of our region. At Athens Cell Phone and Electronics Repair, we repair all brands of cell phones, tablets, and computers, including iPhones and Samsung devices. Whether it's a screen or battery replacement, logic board repairs, or charge ports, Athens Cell Phone and Electronics can fix it all. Why spend a bunch of money on a new device? With over 40 years of electronic experience, we'll repair your device for a fraction of the cost. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon. Stop in and see us at Richland Avenue between Taco John's and McAfee's. Give us a call for a free estimate at 740-590-1677. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Short Sports Fan today as we've got you up until the bottom of the hour. Columbus Blue Jackets coming your way starting at 6.30 as it's the Blue Jackets 30-17-10 and and the Buffalo Sabres at 25-24-8. It's always weird to me because, you know, it's not every sport that has a tie, but hockey is one of those sports that you could always go out and see. I mean, the Blue Jackets have tied ten times. Well, it's not a you know? tie, though. It's an overtime loss. Well, is is that what that? They're not ties. Oh, is that what that means? It, yeah, hockey is... Jesus, you're such a... Don't you guys have well, a team in the state you're from? What? Uh, you, the Jev- I- you ever watch the Devils play? No, I haven't watched the Devils play. Hockey is wins, losses, overtime losses. Really? Yes. See, now I learned something. Why don't... Well, an overtime loss is just a loss. You get a point for an overtime loss. You don't get a point for a loss. All right, so you get a point for keeping it close. It's just like, <laughs> just... I mean, it's, it's like a tie in soccer. I mean, but it's because you lose in overtime or a shootout, whatever, however it ends up working out. So, I mean, basically, I could say the Blue Jackets are 30 and 27 right now. 
I mean, you're talking to the wrong guy. I don't make the rules, man. I'm just uh, messenger. Listen, Nick, our general manager here, Nick, well, straighten us out. i got to ask him a question about this because this is the first time I'm hearing about it. I can't but anyway, believe you didn't know that. No, I had no idea. You know, when usually when Sports you see... Sports guy over here. Well, I, listen, I'm learning hockey as I go along here, but the Blue Jackets, 30-17-10, and 10, whenever you see like a win-loss record that way, you usually go wins, losses, and then ties. But I guess it's an over, overtime loss, so you, you learn something new every day. You're welcome. Thank you. But anyway, we did take a look during the break, and it was a seven seed in Division Three for Alexander. They got Rock Hill, and as I said that, of course, we remembered on Monday that, uh, of course, Alexander is the... Uh, going against Rock Hill, uh, anticipating a win against Rock Hill. Yeah, they've struggled three and sixteen on the season. Um, you know, only wins that I can see against Common Opponent. I mean, they both played Wellston, uh, but you know, Wellston struggles this year. Southeastern. I mean, they play a lot of similar teams, but uh, pretty tough schedule actually. Looking at this, I mean, they're in a pretty tough conference. They got to play teams like Dawson, Bryan, Ironton, Chesapeake, Gallia. You know, right? I mean, if, if Alexander. Should Alexander beat Rock Hill, right? We're anticipating they do. Uh, then their next game would be on the 21st of February uh, against either Adina or uh, Lynchburg Clay, and it's probably going to be Adina. Adina. Yeah, Adina's a 10 seed, so Alexander has a chance to play their way into the Convocation Center where they'll most likely face off against Zane Trace. Mm. Uh, but that'll be, That's uh, again, little on down the line. To the Bulldogs bit the dust to last year. Was that? Zane Trace. Very good program. So St. Trace moved down a division. Yes, they did. Hmm. So you're learning even more things as, uh, as we go along here. Uh, but again, Blue Jackets at 630. We've got about seven minutes left. And where I want to direct us now is, well, first recap last night. You heard the Ohio State men's basketball game. Uh, they beat Rutgers. They beat my state of New Jersey. They beat them 72-66. Rutgers woes away from uh, their rack Rutgers Athletic Center, uh, they, they can't win a game on the road. Ohio State takes care of business at home, 72-66. Buckeyes are now 16-8. Scarlet Knights at 17-8. and uh, But again, head-to-head, you know, Buckeyes beat the Scarlet Knights. To be fair, only one Big Ten team has a winning record on the road this year. So, I wouldn't knock your boys too bad. Well, hold on, but where are they going to be in the standings, though? I mean, if we, we take a look. They're I'm, about in the middle of the pack right now. I mean, the Big Ten's brutal, man. I mean, there's yeah. going to be 10, 11 teams that make the tournament out of this conference. It's it's ridiculous. Well, in the Big Ten right now, you got Maryland at 10-3. and three, Then it's Penn State, right. Michigan State, Iowa, Illinois, Rutgers. And then Ohio State. So this should have been a win for Rutgers. I mean, Rutgers is 8-6. and six, Ohio State's now 6-7. and seven. They got similar uh, records, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're close. But if you take a look at the home road splits, Rutgers is undefeated 16-0. But they can't win a, a well, game on the what? road. They weren't at home. No, they were not at home. They're one in six on the road for Rutgers. Then Ohio State takes care of business at home. You know who else is undefeated at home? Maryland Terps, fourteen and zero. Yeah, well, it's not as good as the, the Rutgers. Four, uh, what is it? Sixteen and zero. Maryland's ranked ninth in the country. Well, if Maryland visits <laughs> Rutgers. We'll see. That, that they do be play good... later on this year. It was a close game when they came to Maryland. Where is that going to, going to be at? Contest. What was the question? Do, do you know where, where, what location? The next time they play is at Rutgers. They already played at, at Maryland. Rutgers. Okay, so Rutgers took their loss at Maryland, and yes. now, okay, I got it. Type ball game, though. It was 56-51. I mean, speaking of ball game, I mean, baseball is right around the corner. Ohio, uh, you know, Bobcats are back right. in action. Pitchers against, and catchers have reported for yeah. big league clubs. Pitchers and catchers are back. Astros are getting grilled 
by you know all the media and you know the, their owner uh, Crane, you know, said, "Oh, I, I don't think that you know the, the cheating affected the 2017 uh, World Series all that all." And then the reporter asked him, uh, what, "What do you mean by your comments that it didn't affect it?" And then he goes around and says, "I, I didn't say that." <laughs> Well, yeah. well, come on, you, you can't have it both ways. You're recorded both ways. You can, you're can you either, you said it, or you didn't say it. The recording shows that you said it, and now you can't deny it. So they, they basically defended themselves by not defending themselves. So they the defended it by thing. saying that they cheated, but it didn't have that much to do with them winning. Right. Is the rationale there. I, I believe I heard the quote. Yeah. Whatever helps sleep at night, you know. Yeah, it was either Pregman or, or Cora or... Um, uh, who's a shortstop over for the Astros? Alex Cora? Somebody, I think. Altuve? No. Altuve's the second baseman. Shortstop but, Cora. You're talking about... Uh, no, I'm, I, I know I'm... Cora's the Red Sox manager got fired. Yeah, you're but I, about, I thought there was another guy out there. You're talking about Correa. Correa. That, that's yeah. the guy I'm talking about. Uh, either it was Correa or Bregman today, and they, they said something along the lines of, well, at the World Series, you know, the noise was louder. We couldn't really get the bangs out of the dugout. So basically, he said we tried, I, and so I. So they cheated him. all the way to yeah, the World Series. I, I think it was Bregman. Alex Bregman said this, and they said, "Well, yeah, I mean, we did it," which I commend. Like finally, somebody admitted that this happened. Right. Everybody knew that this happened, but now they're saying that it did happen, uh, which which is great. I mean, just take ownership of it. Everybody knows it's out there. Just let the truth come out because it's going to come out eventually. Yeah, just go win it this year. Then you can shut everybody up. Right. I mean, but. So the, he tried, and he admitted that they tried to go all the way and use their technique in the World Series back in 2017. But, you know, as World Series is, it's a packed crowd. It's a little bit noisier in there, and you can't really hear the bang from the dugout all the way to home plate. Uh, so that is how the Astros have decided to defend their actions uh, in Major League Baseball in 2017. Uh, if you think that that title is tainted, well, either way, I mean, public opinion is going to rule here. Um, I, I don't think it's their title. It's got an asterisk next to it, but I, I don't put this on the scale of steroids. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, we kind of had this conversation on the show before. It's it's just like, yeah, they cheated, but you can't blame. I mean, they figured they obviously when you're cheating like that, you don't think you're ever going to get caught. So, right. I mean, they were finding a way to beat the system. I, mean, we, I remember you were trying to say, how does no one ever hear a trash can banging? Like, that would be the easiest thing to make out in a ballpark full of thousands of people. But, you know, I mean, they got busted. They just try to put it behind them. They got Dusty Baker coming in. Uh, yeah, and B- Dusty Baker was at the uh, at the podium. What what questions could he have answered? He wasn't even there. Well, I mean, He's yeah, a manager he now. On the... Right. But they had a whole press conference, and they had uh, Bregman and, and uh, Altuve along with the owner. So, I mean, it is what it is. And uh, the Astros did it. Whether you want to believe that the World Series title in 2017 is tainted or not, that'll be up to you. But I mean, it's a, a full sports weekend coming up this weekend. Uh, Bobcats in Ohio women's basketball back in action on Saturday, as well as uh, Athens and Jackson. And I think we also picked up the Fedhawk game that we'll play on Power 105 as well uh, on Saturday. But that about does it for us. Columbus Blue Jackets coming your way right here at the bottom of the hour, 6.30. Blue Jackets, 30-17 and 10 overtime losses away at the Buffalo Sabres, 25-24 and 8. That does it for the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Thanks for tuning in. For Joy Medora, this is Connor Mills signing off. We will see you tomorrow.